Welcome back to Two and a Half Chicks. Today's episode, we start talking about drinking, how alcohol has affected us. A simple question about whiskey dick leads us down a completely different road. About drinking-induced sex, how does alcohol affect our body? Oh, and, and we start talking about faking orgasms. Yeah, apparently the struggle is real. So we started talking about alcohol, and we get back to sex. Typical two and a half chicks. But seriously, who doesn't want to hear a hilariously honest conversation about unleashing the female orgasm? Tune in to find out. Alright, so we're back, two and a half chicks. It's me, Tess, and Monica, and Brian. So hey. we're here. Hey. Hey. I need a I need a pause there for you guys, don't I? I need to do that because I yeah, I gotta let you let you guys say hey. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're just gonna talk today about how uh, alcohol has impacted us in the past. It's got this. There's two parts to it. There's the fun and the relaxation of drinking and quieting the mind, but then there's the going too far part. So let's uh, let's jump off on that and we'll see where this conversation takes us. We have a tendency to deviate. I can yeah, tell we, you have, about, like, we have a. The- the first thing, dumping, Go ahead. First dumping see, we I, <laughs> <laughs> see, we're not even drinking and we're interrupting each other. Then, uh, uh, go ahead, Tess. Speak. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say we have a tendency to be deviant. That's all. I was gonna say deviate. Oh. I mean, deviant. I mean, deviate. So that's all I was gonna say. Oh <laughs> Back to God. you. We have to live very proper lives at work. This is our escape to be deviant. I'll say. And yeah, not this is that. very true, Monica. To 100%. be naughty. Yeah. Last week I went out for sushi. With my girl and her kid, and as usual, the kid acts up, and I have to just bite my tongue and deal with it, but I figured, well, you know what, nothing else, I'll have me some sake, I'll relax a little bit, and then the kid won't be so annoying. Well, it was funny because I guess the more I drank, I started to come to a realization, and I even said to her, do you know why I don't think I like the kid so much? (laughs) Because she reminds me of me. So, like, she's always bitching about something. She's always vying for for mom's attention. I'm like, this kid is a lot like me. I think that's why we don't get along so much. So I'm sitting here and at the dinner table, and I'm eating sushi. And I say to the kid, now I'm buzzed, right? And the lack of attention to detail of the words coming out of my mouth, I said to her, hey, look, if you're not going to eat that, stop sticking your dirty-ass fork in there. I said, oh, shit, hon, I think I just said dirty ass. said dirty ass to a child. Yeah. And then I said, oh, shit, I think I fucking said something really bad. And she's like, how many times are you going to say something? Oh, my goodness. It just started flowing like like water, right? Mm -hmm. But that's what happens when I get drunk. I don't get mean. I I was kind of trying to be funny, but, like, I didn't realize the swear words were going to be coming out of my mouth the whole time. For me, it's really hard to censor myself around little kids. Is that hard for anyone else? I'm always yes. cursing in front of little kids. I, I have a hard time not cursing in front of little kids. Yeah, cursing, but just even like speaking like an adult. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. My kid's grown. I'm sure I did it successfully when he was young, but well, I'm I don't have to worry I, about it for I'm, a while. I'm good at not saying bad things. It's just that when I get a little bit of a buzz on. Oh, not me. So here's another one. This is going to sound really horrible. I, we, I was buzzed up watching. It's sad because every time I got to get around certain people, I got to get buzzed up. So... I'm watching, and I said to her mom, you know, we want to watch a movie. Now I'm feeling good. So she's like, well, I'm, you know, I don't want her watching movies all the time. It's not good for her. I said, come on, we'll watch something educational. 
So her mom's going about doing her business, and I put on Disney Channel, and I put on a, a, a show about sharks. Well, because I'm buzzed <laughs> and I'm not thinking properly, I put on Fifty Shades of Shark. So I, I didn't get the title. It was bloody title. and gross and... No, it the- was about sharks reproducing. Oh, okay. So now I got to do it going to a, like, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be, you know, cool to the kids saying, look, we could watch TV. And cool to the mom by saying, look, we're watching something educational. I wind up watching a porn for sharks. Porn for sharks. <laughs> I didn't even know there was such a thing. Oh, there's such a thing. It's on there. Fifty Shades of Shark. On Disney? On Disney. Yeah, I think it's Disney. Oh, my goodness. I guess Disney's more progressive than it used to be when we were kids. I actually got buzzed, maybe drunk, I don't know, this past weekend. I had sangria. I had a shot of tequila. I had uh, some white claws. I was mixing it up. You mixed? And, wow. Yeah, and by mm. the end of the night, I thought I was going to go to sleep because I usually go to sleep when I drink too much. But for some reason, I did not want to go to sleep. And... I actually had to walk my dog. It was like 11 o'clock at night and I was teetering. I was like, I hope my neighbors didn't see me because I was not walking in a straight line. Monica, are you sure you weren't sleepwalking? (laughs) Every time I see you drunk, you just clam up and say nothing. Maybe it was just a sleepwalk. Maybe you dreamt this happened. That's true. I have really weird reactions to drinking. (laughs) I One time we were uh, out camping with my family and I, I know my daughter, she used to be a bartender. Uh, she gave me one of her mixed drinks and I drank it and it was really good. And I was in charge of grilling the chicken. And I was just standing in front of the grill, looking at the chicken with a big fat smile on my face. <laughs> so my family's walking by and they're like, what's wrong with Monica? They're like, are you OK? Why are you laughing at the chicken? And they said I was almost like just really happily just staring at the chicken cook. <laughs> that was me drunk. That's fine. That makes perfect sense. I out. don't, yeah, I don't become the life of the party. I just, just clam up. But you do? Yeah. Oh. I do. Oh. I become so much more fun than I normally am. And you know, the, people like the women to drink because they say women loosen, loosen up when they're, when they drink. Well, I, sex is loosen up. But I, Oh, great, both. But I don't do that. The only time I have ever done that was when I was with my ex-boyfriend. And I, but because I trusted him. When you were 13? No, I wasn't <laughs> drinking back then. With my recent ex-boyfriend. Then I felt myself, like, become more, you know, just loose. But with strangers, it won't happen. I got a question. And it's going to completely probably change gears and everything. But how do you girls feel about whiskey dick? What the heck is that? Whiskey dick, meaning a guy who can't get hard because he drank too much? Oh, the guy that can't stop fucking because he's drank too much. Oh, you mean he can't come? Yeah. Uh, well, how do we feel about that? I mean... I don't know. I, I can ask my girl how she feels about it. It happens a lot. I mean... <laughs> not to toot your own dick or anything, but... <laughs> I don't know if women really like to go that long, because eventually we're gonna we're going to dry up, so... I don't, it depends on how long whiskey dick is. 
You're talking like over half hour or something. That's a lot. So I, I mean, I think. Why I, don't you just call it drunk day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like break it down a little bit, Brian. What are we dealing with? Like, if you're like, what? How? So yeah, you can always get lube and make a girl wetter with lube, and you know, you can like ch- change positions and mix it up and. Well, I'm speaking do different like, okay. stuff, but like how, you're saying, you. how long is too long? Or like, well, no, I'm coming from a different angle because I know me personally when I'm with someone that's drinking and they can't. She can't, you know, reach climax. It's just annoying uh-huh. to me. Like, I feel offended by that. You know, you're putting in the work. You're doing everything. Because you want her all... satisfied. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know how when women get the whiskey dick. I don't get offended by that because to me, it's so it's not your fault for men. Yeah, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not <your> fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do you want to just lay there and let him do his thing and work it, work it, work it? And, and, men and, don't. Men are not like women. They don't have to be, their mind, their headspace doesn't have to be in the moment. You know, they don't care about that stuff. I don't think they do anyway. I mean, unless something's really wrong, they could just come. But obviously I'm thinking about it. It might be when I sober up, but I mean, I'm definitely thinking about it. I mean, it could be the next day because I know, for instance, like when my last person I was with, she used to tell me all the time, go get, you know, go get drunk. Go, let's go get out and get a drink. Let's get, and she used to love the fact that I was like breathe alcohol over. I don't know if it was some kind of thing that she had from her past. If it brought up some kind of weird thing for her. But she loved it. Like just the smell of alcohol in my breath. And like the fact that I was going and going and going. I don't know. Maybe it was out of norm because I wasn't used to lasting that long. But maybe that's why she did it. I'm not sure. But there was something to it. So we started with alcohol and we're back to sex. <laughs> I just had a question. It was just, well, alcohol. You know, I think it depends no, it on the circumstances, question. quite honestly. I I can't, That's there's no cut and dried, like, I don't like it because he's last. I mean, I, it's it's like, it just depends, you know? It depends on the circumstances. It depends on, like, are both people drunk or, like, is it just one person? I mean, I don't know. I think there's a lot you can do if a guy's lasting a long time. But, yeah, I think ultimately both genders or both partners, whatever, want to get that person to finish because they want them to have that pleasure. So I would, I would imagine that, you know, if a guy was lasting longer, it'd be kind of cool. But then uh, yeah, I'm sure there comes a point where it's too long for sure. I mean, I've actually faked it before. You have faked it. How do you, How do, do, you that? do that? What do you produce milk or something? So, I, I, what do you produce? <laughs> do you have like a glass of milk that you toss all over? <laughs> I toss all over. Oh, oh my God, Monica. Have you seen a 52-year-old's ejaculate? There ain't a lot of shit coming out. <laughs> well, you have to produce something. No, I would just fake it. Like, I would be like, I'd have the, like, you know, do, do the squeeze thing. Like, where you just kind of squeeze, like it was pretending that your penis was pumping. And then, you know, I'd just tell them, oh, yeah, well, I, I played with myself last night. So a lot of stuff didn't come out. Oh. I just had to get it over with. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> but now, I got to be honest with you, now I'm going to bring a glass of milk or something for the next time <laughs> or yogurt because i didn't think i was gonna have to show and tell <laughs> what i normally do is when i get done i take a towel and i slide it underneath the woman and i wrap the towel up over them and i wipe them i clean them off i am very courteous courteous that way and then i clean myself off i was kind of hoping that they thought that i cleaned it up i don't Oh, uh-huh. so you just made it look like you came and then you cleaned it without them knowing you, you never did. Yes. And you actually faked an orgasm. Yes. Because I, I got my, you know. Wait, 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 wait. Did you do that because you 
felt like it was upsetting her that you didn't come yet or you were tired of fucking like what i was tired of fucking i was okay so but there's other to... ways to get her off so well, at this point it wasn't about that my you know i felt like i was doing like three thousand crunches my stomach was killing me i was exhausted i just really wanted to go to bed so i oh, did geez. the old i did the old oh, oh okay but out the old do face and then squeeze my peanut like you know when you squeeze it squeeze it squeeze it so it made it feel like it was pumping, and then I was like, "Oh, that was really good. I gotta get this over with." So wait a minute, though. What? 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 How did? She, did she not have an orgasm then? Or I, did she? At this point, I don't even remember. I don't know. Probably. Not. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm what? gonna go with probably I mean, not. It, but if you weren't orgasming, I mean, having the orgasm, and she wasn't, then why don't you just say, "Okay, it's not working tonight. Next time, maybe." Well, because we were drinking, mm. and you know, okay. like you know, everything starts with the best of intentions. And sometimes it just doesn't finish that way. I ain't saying I do this. Look, I don't do the smartest I mean, things in the world. <laughs> I have to say that for me. None of us does. Like if I, I, I definitely have a hard time reaching orgasm. So to me, if it's like, if I get to a point where I know I'm not going to reach it, I would just like to be able to tell my partner it's not happening for me tonight. And he's just like, okay. Um, but I find that men get very disappointed when I say that. Like, it, like they feel like failures. Oh, my God, Monica, that's but, devastating to us. I don't know if you've ever tried this, Monica, but you got to find out what your dirty triggers are. Because if I can't re- re- reach orgasm, I just tell my husband what to say to me, and he says it, and I'm done. I hit it. Really? I'm like, that's <laughs> it. Like, just just tell me this. And he tells me, and I'm like, and then he, like, goes with it until I finish. Because if you find out what your dirty talk triggers are, See, I works agree every 100%. time. Okay. I have to think about that. You do. You have to think about what turns you on. Like, yeah. think about to yourself. If you're masturbating, you have a fantasy about it, uh, about what somebody does to turn you on or what they you want them to do. Adam Driver. Yes. Adam Driver. You just, yes. Maybe that would be it. Say the but, name like, what is it? Like, really what is it that would turn you on if somebody said it to you? You have to think about what would turn it on if somebody, what would turn you on if somebody said it to you? And then you just have to tell them to say it to you and mean it. You know, they have to sound like they mean it. And then they milk it a little bit. Oh, you're back. Build on it again. or milk it or whatever. Yeah. Okay. I don't, for me, like, don't throw it for in me, face, Ma. don't throw it in his face. For me, like the right words will just take me right, right there. Okay. So I could have absolutely no feeling whatsoever in my clit while rubbing it. No feeling. And then the right words come in and finish line hit. Okay. I live in that same world. So my girl, like I said, I am not embarrassed to admit she has a hard time orgasming and she, yeah. you know, I'm doing, I'm working it. I am, yeah. you know, it's, it's uh, more mental than physical. The, yeah. You name it, I'm doing it. And it's for her. I tell her, you have to get out of your head. If said, a woman this, is turned on enough, you could blow on it. She'll come. It's yes. it's not about, it's more and mental than too. physical. Mm-hmm. For women. Yeah. Us too. Yeah. Really? But I mean. For women, like, yeah, more mental. Mm. Yeah. Her and I are go at it and go at it. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I, this is too much work. Yeah. It shouldn't take this long. I've been used to a couple of the last people I've been with. They pop off pretty damn quick, and then I, yeah. you know, I flex the muscles. I could, you know, yeah, it makes you feel good. My, I could, then I could pull yeah. off the dog and pony show, or I'm doing all the other stuff. But with <laughs> this one, it's like a job, you know. And I'm like, damn, I'm not even getting paid for it. Tune in next week, because we're we're not lasting on that subject. <laughs> Michael, don't drink. She can't drink. She's allergic uh-huh. to the alcohol, so she comes in fresh. She tells me you make me so horny all the time, but. I get, I'm getting all the, the talk talk, but I ain't getting the walk walk. All right, let me ask you this, Brian. Let me ask it's, you this. It's, it's, it's hurtful to my ego. Yeah. 
Yeah, Do you know? Okay, have you guys? Okay, I okay. Have you ever sensitive next time, then Brian, about that? But yeah, maybe, I'll think about those triggers test. Oh, don't be sensitive. Yeah, just, think about pick it. Pick on me all you want. I don't care. It's like I'm working it, Monica. I'm trying to figure it out. Brian, have you ever asked her what like really, really like not physically, oh, yes. but yes. emotional or mentally or emotionally, what really turns her on? Hundred percent. You, you yeah. listen. You guys know me and long she, enough. And she has yeah, she yeah. figured it out. Has she told you what it does is? Does she know? She, yeah. Does no, she know? She, no. No. She's a little slow. But my point being is, oh, I tell <laughs> some women I, just don't spend time thinking about that stuff. That's all. It's, it, I have know. to say, I'm one of those. Oh women. well, she tells me she thinks about it. You know, I tell her. Let, and huh. let me. This is the like. So when we start to go at it, oh, she's. You know, she doesn't care what I talk about. She, we go at it. I'm telling you, I don't even have to warm her up. She's ready. She's always ready to go. She's wet all the time. She's hundred percent in involved in this. But then when we start going at it. I feel like 25, 20, 25 minutes go by and I'm like, nothing, not even a whimper, not even a nothing. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. She's talking, we're talking, but like I tell her, you need to get out of your head and put the right stuff in your head. When we shut that bedroom door, you need to get it as freaky as you want. I don't care what you think about. I don't care what you say. Like they said in the, in the other Missy, right? If you want to face fuck me, I don't care. If there's someone else you want to think about while you're fucking me, I don't care. Pop off, make me feel good, and don't fake it like I did. That's bad. Just you know, I'd rather <laughs> walk away with my tail between my legs and have to find out later on somebody faked it. Yeah. Do you think that maybe she just loses sensitivity very quickly, Brian? That might be it too. I don't know. Some women don't like to be rubbed for a long time because then they can't. They get almost desensitized. She's doing the rubbing. Got to go back to the brain. It's all in the brain. And I if agree, she doesn't Tess. have it. If she doesn't know, like, maybe that's a good way to start. It's like, take a night off from actual banging and do some mental stimulation stuff. Did it. Oh. Yeah, I've done it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try You, like, everything. sit there and talk through fantasies. And, yep. Because a lot, I She's mean, a- some people don't, some people don't know what they're excited about because they've never really explored, you know? That's me. Erotic yeah, literature she, or something. She suggests things all the time. I, I got massage oil. I just bought some nice massage oil. Let's get her on the show. We'll talk yeah, about it I'm with her. She, <laughs> hey, she'll come her. on too. And you know what? I don't give a shit what she says. It, it, it's not. It, I'm not. Oh yeah, because if she comes on, it's it's fair turnabout. You know. <laughs> yeah, I just don't care. About like, me all she the could time. defend herself and say, "Well, you know what? You ain't doing it right." I'm, okay. Oh. Tell me what I'm doing. You know, because I tell no. her, all, I ask her all the time, "What do you want?" No, you do everything right, and sometimes this and so. No, no, no. That's sometimes. Get in, you know, get into that right frame of mind when you get in the bed. Has she ever had an orgasm with you, Brian? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. It's usually her induced, though. It's usually like when I'm penetrating her and pressing her finger against her clit, she's usually rubbing it and trying to reach it that way. You know, I thought, you know, maybe if she got on top of me that she can control it and do the rub. But even that, I don't know if she gets too tired too quick. I'm like, boy, this girl's a machine. I don't know. I could have went like four times by the time she went once. Have you tried buying machines that rub her clit so she doesn't have to do it with her hand? I don't know. I'd have to get the thumper thing. You know, that thing that no. just kind of just, you know, I have to, because no, she I'm seems like she's there working are machines. It. Yeah, there are machines that she could use on, you know, for, to uh, clitoral stimulation while you guys are, while she's on top or whatever position you guys want so that she doesn't have to use her finger or your finger. Uh, I don't know. You have to. You guys have to call her and talk to her. Yeah, that's what she wants. She wants us to call and go. We're calling to talk to you about how you'll orgasm quicker. I'm sure. Well, everybody's gonna call. hear it anyway. You might as well call her. You'd be doing me a favor. I don't Honestly, so 
I, I just, I believe that there's a secret, like, there's a secret to unlock every woman's desire. That I, I don't, there's obviously women that have, like, traumas and stuff that impact their ability, but I think that, I think it can be worked out for everyone. I know what I'm thinking in my head, and I'm as freaky as the next person, right? And if I could get to that point where if I'm going and going and going, and when I'm ready and I want, if I feel like, okay, enough's enough, let's go. I could pop off real quick. And I'm going to get serious for a second because I don't want to give the impression to listeners or anybody that I think that everyone has to be a freak in bed because that's not what I'm saying. Like, I think that people that just want to have a lovemaking session and they don't care about all the freaky stuff out there, it's like that's that's just as beautiful as any other sexual experience. I What I'm saying is that I really believe that a lot of women have, every woman has the capacity for that kind of pleasure, whatever they like, and that they just have to get through the blocks. And I know that, I know from my own experience that the way to a woman's body is through her brain. I know that. I agree. As much as I know the sky is blue, the world is round, whatever. I know, I mean, whatever other things we know. But um, I just think that there are definitely ways to un unleash it or unload it or unlock it. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. She's fantastic about it. She tells me all the time. She's like, I don't want you to be hurt by this. Okay, and I mean, in the beginning, she's I was hurt by you. this. She's saying it's not you, yeah. And then after, you know, she started talking to me more about it, I got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm sorry. After a minimum of 25 minutes, if this didn't happen, it ain't going to happen. And, you know, like the other thing is like she wants me when I finish – she wants me to stay inside and just kind of move around and move around and everything. She she gets turned on by that. But, like, I'm sorry. I'm 52. When I go, I'm gone. Yeah. It takes a done. lot of effort to stick around. I'm not waiting for the credits. Yeah, because once it's soft, it's really hard to stay inside. It literally. Yeah. Yeah. And this isn't like a, and... like a Marvel movie where you watch the credits and something cool happens at the end. No. Ain't nothing going to happen. It's going to disappear. I hate to say it, but the minute a man comes, you lose his desire. He lose all des- he loses all desire. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Now at this like point, you, I'm just going if you don't get yours first, you might as well just write it off. And, and that's what I've tried. That because I, I know, know. That. I have a full understanding yeah. of that. You yeah. know, he's like, I, like, yeah, like you might as well be invisible sexually afterwards. Yeah, because it's like reaching that climax is what keeps him going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, it's what, their minds are not engaged anymore after their bodies come. It's true. It's yeah, very it's true. Because, it's know, chemical. Old joke. That it's chemical. Joke, absolutely. That once the blood rushes to the bottom, it goes away from the top, but it goes all the way back up to the top. You know, there's no more at the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Once he doesn't have to. But think, I'm talking like, about their brains, even. You know, like once once the little guy gets what he wants, then every, then nothing else matters. Then you can go back to your miserable life. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, okay, did what I got to do. Go think about work again. Go think about having to go to work tomorrow. You know, it just it just fucks up, right? So I try to explain that. You need to try to help this along so I don't feel bad about it. And then you'll feel good about it, you know. It's, it's, but it's I, a I tough understand task. where she's coming from, Brian, that sometimes she doesn't reach the climax. doesn't mean she's not enjoying it because sometimes just having the penis for a woman Having a penis inside is the pleasure enough. That's what she tells me, but I don't believe you guys. It's no, I mean it is pleasurable, but I, I don't know how to describe it. Like you know, you could be a t- you could be reaching a ten, but you're only getting to five of pleasure. Yes. I think that if you That's have learned, 
I think if you have learned what to do to get yourself over the hump, you would never go without again. But if you yes. have been in a situation okay. where you, if you've been in a situation where you, your, your body, you lose that battle with your body where you can't come no matter how hard you try, you're more willing to do without it. But once you've learned that there are things you can do to like, that's just my opinion. I, I'll do it myself if I lose his interest. Like I'm not going to go without because I just, actually, it's not true. There are times where it's not about me. There are times because sex is very creative. It's not always, (laughs) it's not about you. I mean, have you never had a night where you just take care of her and you're not even on the table? No. (laughs) I'm going to be very honest with you. No. No, we have those nights where it's all about me or all about him and the other one doesn't nothing. Like it's very, She'll, she'll make it more about me. You know, she'll yeah. do for me a hundred percent. Like she'll take care of me. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm, I'm not, you know, if I'm doing that, you're not I'm, the type of person to do it all about her or not for you. Well, you know, no, I, no because I enjoy sex. I'm enjoying yeah. it. Like, I don't care if you're on, if you're riding the crimson wave, I'll still do it. I don't care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're up for it, I'm up for it. So if I'm going to go through the motions to make you, you know, sexually aroused, it's going to arouse me and I'm going to want to pop off. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, she'll be like, well, you know, it's not, I'll just take care of you. I'm like, okay. (laughs) I'm not going to argue with you. (laughs) What if you find out that she's taking care of herself when you're not around? Oh, then that's, that's on her. her, You know, but be honest with me, I'm okay with that. You should be taking care of yourself when I'm not around. Right. I, I don't care what you do. But, like, you know, don't desensitize it so much to where you come to me and then there's nothing there. I'm not saying that's what she's doing, but I mean, get to the bedroom. You're saying don't do it instead, but. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But what yeah. I think with women, the more you get, the more you want. Sorry, I heard woman. She's getting it. It sounded like a lesbian scene right there. What I did you guys was just say? saying, have you ever thought that if she does it for herself, it's because she's not getting it with you? Oh, absolutely. That would be the normal thing to think, right? So, I mean, I'm, and I'm, you just talk to me about stuff. If that's the case, if somebody said to me, look, I will never have an orgasm with you, but I'm going to take care of myself because for some reason I can make it work. I'd be like, okay. okay. I'm okay oh, I'd want to, un- no, I'd want to unpack that. I'd be like, what is it about me that makes you not be able to do? I'd want to unpack But I don't that. think it's about me because you know, I have you know to, what I'm saying? I agree. I, I don't think I've, it's about I've done you, everything. Right? I've done everything. No, it might not be about you. It it might not be about you, but why would they, the person be more comfortable when you're not there? And we're talking hypothetical now because she hasn't said this to you. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, we're just, this is totally hypothetical. Yes. So if, if somebody, but if somebody said to me, I I can't do it with you, so I'm going to do it on my own, I'd be like, no, 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 no. I want to get to the bottom of this. I want you to be able to do it with me. Let's get to the bottom of this. Like, I I know one of the, one of my friends just told me the same thing. The girl that, you know, I saw for a minute and she's dating this other person. And she said she has such a hard time orgasming with him. So at, after they're done, she takes care of herself. And I per, I told her it's got to be in your head. It's all in your head. Because I, I come from the school of thought you come from, Tess. Something's causing it. There's a blocker there. And I think like for me, I wouldn't, if somebody wanted to masturbate, like, okay, let's say for a woman, if I'm with a woman, because you know, like, I know men aren't going to masturbate a million times and then not be able to, you know, anyway. If a woman wanted to masturbate 10 times when she's not with me, and then my issue was, I don't care how much she masturbates without me, but when you're with me, I still want to be able to have that experience. So I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to not be able to have that experience together. I'd want to get to the bottom of it. 
Well, no, we talked about it. We did say, like, I don't care yeah. if she does it 20 times when I'm not around. But just yeah, do yeah, it yeah. when I'm there, too. Like, bring it to the table. Right. That's my point. Yeah, that's exactly. We're in agreement on that. That's my point. Yes. Yeah. Because you just want to be, you want to be part of her getting that pleasure. You want, yeah. I mean, and I would want to be part of it. We're new into this, right? So I understand it's a little nerve wracking for her. You know, she's a little more reserved. Tell yeah. about, tell everybody that listens to this, all her friends and everything would be like, <laughs> they're going to have, they're going to have a long conversation after all this. Um, mm. But like, I understand her personality. She's very reserved. She's very, she's, you know, very introverted and stuff like that, you know? And when we get together and we're alone, she's very talkative to me and very like, you know, and she'll do anything I ask. And I try to say, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? But like, it's like, I don't know. I don't think she knows how to. Yeah. It's it's probably about doing a little exploration and discovery on her own. Yes. And I would love for her to put that backpack on. I mean, when I say on her own, I don't mean without you. I just mean like she needs to find out what works for her. Like what really will take her to that next level, you know? Yes. Because, because what I believe is that every woman has that inside them. It's how much they want to tap into it. That's all I was saying. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I'm there. I'll walk you through it. I'll hold your hand. I'll Sherpa you. I got no problem with that. Right? <laughs> let's just get this, like, let's make this, like I said, I tell everybody all the time, when we are in this room, the, mm. the, there's no limitations. You know, take take the yeah. red pill. Take the blue pill. Take them both. I don't care. Let's have an experience. You know, the mm. minute we open up the door again, okay. You know, I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, we deviated a little bit. Yeah. Sorry. I guess no, that's, that's all right. Drunk that's stories. what happens. When- <laughs> oh my god, we have so many drunk stories. So we many. Have plenty of drunk stories. Oh, I don't know. I see right. so many. I don't have that many, but I have more to more for an episode than just what we've talked about. Yeah, it's not like I got a thousand and one drunk stories. It's just yeah, because I, I can never kind of remember them. You know what I mean? Like it's. They always wind up in a like in someone's pit. <laughs> That's why I don't <laughs> drink so much anymore. I got to slow down a little bit. I have a friend who says that too, that every time she drinks, she ends up in bed with somebody. Yeah. So it's not just men. It's, so it's also she's women. Right? Not to drink on like just first dates or something like that. Cause it's going to happen if she drinks. <laughs> yeah. Lowers inhibitions for everyone. Exactly. Uh, it's funny. Cause you, you make fun of Monica for being sleepy when she drinks. But for me, I, there's a sweet spot because if I drink too much, I'm the same way. I go to sleep. Uh, I do too, but it's usually after I get done having sex. So would you say that drinking makes you want to have sex more, Brian? It makes me a lot looser and a lot more vocal. And I, you know, like, cause I was talking same. to my, I was talking to my girl the other day. We were watching Californication, that TV oh. show, right? I love that show. And I remember when Tess called me up and said, have you ever seen Californication? And I was like, no, I didn't have Showtime. And she says, this guy is just like you. <laughs> Brian, why do you tell this story? I heard about it from you. No, you told I it had, to me. No, you, you watched the whole series before I had ever seen one episode. You told me about it when you came to California and Venice and all that. And then well, I started then watching it. It was me. It wasn't me. Because you watched it years before, years before I even knew about it. I didn't. I only watched it when it was on Netflix. It wasn't me. A couple years ago. I've never seen it before. No. It wasn't me because you told me about it and I watched it with you after but you I watched it. But I only watched it, like it when it was on Netflix because I didn't have Showtime. Okay. Bottom what, line. <laughs> you told me about it because so I remember you're like. you confusing someone else with Tess. Because, okay, yeah, you told me that you were Hank Moody. That's why I started Somebody watching it. I'm like. Somebody told me I was Hank Moody. One me. 
wasn't me. Because you told me, all right, I don't know. But I loved it, but I watched it long after you had finished it. It's funny because he did tell me it was you, Tess. <laughs> I could, he I would have, I would have, look, I would have took a lie detector test and thought it was Tess. I don't know who told me that. Because that's why I started even, watching the show. Even, t- even Tim was like, <laughs> you, he found out about it from him. <laughs> I don't know who told me that then. Because I would have never watched the show. I think I was in the first three minutes of the first episode and I looked at Tim and I'm like, oh, I'm going to love this show. <laughs> when he was having the, he was having the dream about the nun, and then he yes. woke up and the girl's boyfriend came home and he had to run out of her house and showed up at home in his underwear and his daughter was waiting outside for school. I was like, first three minutes, I'm like, I am gonna love this, and I milked it. I watched it so slowly because I didn't want to end it too quickly. What's with this milk conversation today? Jesus, you guys are weird. <laughs> Jesus, that's the third time, and it's Tess and me that keep bringing it up. I know. God, you guys are going to hang up this phone to call today. I don't know. Somebody's you're going to be like, or you're going to be craving milk. But the bottom line was, I was telling, I was talking to my, my girl about it. And I was like, oh my God. She's like, well, it's, was it that easy picking up girls? Like, and I was like, well, yeah, when I was younger, you drink a little bit. And all a woman wants to do for the most part is have you make them laugh and be sincere about the things you talk about. You know, listen to what they say. Look at them in the eye. I said, it's really not that difficult. Being good looking people. helps. Well, I'm, I'm average at best. The bottom line is like, it's just like, you know, you go out there and you, if you can have, you got good game and, and you can, you know, alcohol takes the edge off. So yeah, it was pretty easy back in the day. You know, I mean, it was easy when I moved here too. So <laughs> I had to bump mm. the brakes a lot, but. I well, yeah, I think you're also one of those people that you can. You can talk your way into a lot of things too. And you I, get, can. I talk myself You're very, a lot. You've got that. Charismatic. You've got you're a gift there. Yeah. 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 Well, but Brian, don't say you're just average. Come on, you're a handsome guy. Oh, thank you. You know that, Brian. I I I do okay. It's the grooming. Because <laughs> I was just gonna say it's all the plucking and grooming. And, it's yeah. all the shaving. But alcohol helps. You know, waxing. alcohol helps. Yeah. Alcohol does help. I went out with a group of people when I first moved here and I was out and there was this beautiful woman sitting at the bar and the guys, these young guys, I was all around. I was older than these people by like 20 years plus. And they're like, ah, you're from the West, the East Coast. You're from Jersey. You ain't got no game. I was like, I felt like I was in the karate kid getting picked on. And I wind up, I said, oh, that girl right there. I said, oh, I would say something to her. And they're like, well, go ahead. So I walked up in, the, in between all her, it was, it was a girl's night, you could tell. And I walked up to her and I said, oh, ladies, I'm really, really sorry for interrupting you guys. I said, please forgive me. I said, I just wanted to tell you, and I pointed to the woman, you are literally one of the most beautiful women I have ever seen in my life. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'm married. I go, oh no, 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 I'm not here to try to pick you up. I said, I was just so enamored by the way you are gorgeous. And I said, and I'm so sorry to interrupt you guys. So I pulled out a $100 bill and I put it on the, the, the bar and I said, to help your guys, you know, these are for drinks for all you guys. I just didn't mean to interrupt, but I didn't want to, to leave without you knowing how beautiful you are and go home and tell your husband what a lucky man he is. And I turned around and walked back and all the guys were sitting there going, I can't believe you just did that. You know, I was like, but that's alcohol, mm-hmm. right? When I got alcohol. I'll throw the money away. I'll swallow the alcohol. I, I, I got no limitations. And that takes you far. It does. Uh, it will, yeah. Because the girls, all the girls around me were like, you can stay with us. You know, I was like, no, I don't need to stay with you. I just like, you know, I already in my, you know, then the, the secondary brain kicked in and said, 
damn, I just threw a hundred bucks on, on a team. <laughs> <laughs> I stay here any afterwards. longer. Yeah. If I stay here any longer, I don't know how much it's going to cost me. Wow. Yeah. But alcohol is great. I love it. It's a great See, loosen up. I'm the, the thing is I'm the opposite when it comes to alcohol. I actually become more reserved because I'm afraid of what I'm, what I might do. So I actually put up more of a fence, you know, shield and I, that's maybe why okay. I don't talk. But Monica, okay. First of all, yes, Demetrius, loosen up her. Look it up. Second of all, Monica, you're <laughs> at the age right now where this alcohol should be helping you. True. Is it an age thing, though? Or is it yes. a personality thing? It's, it, no, it is a personality thing. But I'm saying right now, through all we've talked about, the you know, the four of us together all the time, meeting up, having these conversations... You know, you seeing how I, my lifestyle was, Monica, you seeing how Tess's lifestyle is, and, you know, we're still alive. We're still breathing. Nothing, you know, lightning hasn't struck us yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to let go every once in a while. Sometimes you go out with your girlfriend, well, you go out with your cousins and stuff. Alcohol helps. I think that what, I think that, like, without making it sound like that's the only way to live, I think, Monica, I think it's a question of whether or not you want to have some of those experiences that you fantasize about or not, right? Because you that's could be true. completely happy the way you are and nobody should try to change you whatsoever. But mm-hmm. if you want to have some more fun, that's kind of the prerequisite is to, like, say, I'm at a different point in my life now and I'm, I'm okay. It's okay if I have some fun, you know, I can do Monica's- that and still be safe. I can well, do that and still be safe. You know? That's true. And she's the first one that always tells me, well, how come girls got to be slut shamed? How come guys don't get slut shamed? So you, Monica, yeah. you know yourself. You could get your freak on. I could. I could. And well, you know, it's a lot I of, said it yeah. before. I had signed up for a uh, dating app. Mm-hmm. And I could totally like just pretty much hook up with, you know, guys that, you know, I get matched on. But I something holds me back. Something yeah. holds me back. Well, maybe on the next date you go on, have a couple cocktails. Just to get comfortable with having a couple cocktails. It doesn't have to lead anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll let you borrow my theme song, Sinister Kid. You walk <laughs> no. into that bar, you meet him. I think Black Skinhead is more cool. <laughs> because honestly, just because you drink doesn't mean you want to end up sleeping with somebody you don't want to sleep with. You just want to get more comfortable with the idea of yes. loosening up a little bit. And That's then if correct. you do meet somebody that you're interested in sleeping with, then you're just a little bit more comfortable letting your guard down. That's all. Okay. Fair point. Yeah. I can't wait to hear the stories. Yeah. yeah. It's a matter of what you want to experience. There's no right or wrong way to live. It's just a matter of whether or not you feel like you would like to experience more. And I don't know that answer yet. Mm-hmm. Your no, kids exactly. are older now. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know. Brian, know, just Brian just wants you to have fun. Brian just wants you to have fun. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I don't... I, Brian, I Brian just wants me to have stories for the podcast. That's exactly right. what I'm looking for. It's exactly what I was just going to say, Monica. I want you to come on here and say, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. This guy <laughs> bent me over a tree log. I scraped up with bark. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I didn't mind it. It was And awesome. I didn't meet him at a kiosk either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Monica. Even it has to be on every episode. And it, wasn't at a, and it wasn't at a toy store. And it wasn't a toy oh, store. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad we clarified the toy store was actually uh, a sex toy store. Toy store, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so I think um, we should revisit the drinking stories in another episode. And I think that would be a great episode to bring Tim on for because he can add a lot to that episode. 
Okay. Yeah. I have no problem with that. I got I got to get out of here, you guys. I will. Uh, I'm gonna leave. All right, you guys. Have a great night, kids. Bye. Love you guys. See you later. Thanks for tuning into our show today. As always, we couldn't do this without our producer D. So shout out to him. And for you, our listeners, we hope you laughed a lot. If you like what you heard, please stay with us. Check back often. Spread the word about us. You can follow us on Instagram at two and a half chicks. We also have an email address, 2.5chickspod at gmail.com. And yeah, we want to hear the good news. We want to hear the bad news. Are you interested in a specific topic? Do you want to hear us chat about something? Make a suggestion to us. Even better, do you want to join us? We are always looking for new guests. Reach out. We can make that happen. Check back weekly for new shows. We have a bunch coming your way. Until the next one, take care. Take care.